Am I the only one, or could we've sang that for like ten more minutes? That's what a gift. Thanks, guys. It's awesome. Today we're going to reflect on the word rhythm. The word rhythm. What definition comes to your mind when you think of rhythm? I mean, probably most of us would think, oh, something to do with music and like beats and time, tempo or something, or, you know, probably like patterns that might work out. I mean, maybe it's a hard word to get our heads around. But you know what? You and I know when something's in rhythm, and we very much know when something's out of rhythm, right? When something's in time and very much when something's out of time. We know that. Well, today we're going to listen to a a little video sermon by a pastor named Rob Bell who does these NUMA videos. He's from Michigan. And he's going to challenge us about rhythm. Reflect on how knowing about God is like hearing a song in our lives. And I hope that he will poke and prod a little bit, maybe stretch you, maybe uh, inspire you, nudge you to think differently about, gosh, what's it mean to be in a relationship with God? He has a very unique way of going about it. And I know and trust today that, that I think that some really, really good questions are going to come out of this for you. Now, for me, as I've been starting my preparation for this, watching the video, I thought about the word rhythm in a little bit of a different way. And that was kind of the synonym routine. Routine. I don't know if there are any parents out there. Anybody excited about the routine of school starting again? <laughs> Give me a praise Jesus. There it is. She's jumping in the back. Yeah, some routines, some life-giving kind of routines are helpful. So some of us are excited. Zach, you excited? Oh, honest. No. All right, so some of us are excited about that routine. Well, this past week I was thinking about routines because I went with a good friend down to the monastery in Lafayette. Uh, There's a Trappist uh, Catholic monastery down there, and we went down for a spiritual retreat day and went in for one of their chants, their offices. And I told you before, I hang out in a monastery in Utah probably once a year. And I don't know, anybody hung out in monasteries before, seen the monks chant? Have you? All right. Very cool. You, you what? Oh, that very one. I thought you said I got one. I'm like, oh, she got a monk. I'm not even sure what that means. But I thought they had certain vows. Okay, anyhow, forget it. But um, so uh, the, the monasteries I've visited, many of them have these Offices or these rhythms of life, seven chants a day, 3.30 in the morning, like 6, 7.15, 10.30, 12.15, 5.30, 7.30, that they gather as community and they chant mostly the psalms back and forth and prayers back and forth. It's a rhythm, it's a pattern of life that's beautiful to observe. You, if you ever get a chance to go on a retreat to a monastery, just do it. And you can walk in and watch, watch the monks chant. But it's this rhythm of life that as I was down there and all the crunch of the summer coming to close and all the crunch of fall getting ready to kick off, I just found this deep breath and this rhythm. And so it inspired me to nudge you a little bit today. We're actually, as a prelude to watching this video, we're going to do a little monkish call and response chant back and forth on Psalm 40 which is a psalm that talks about God putting a new song in our mouths. And so if you'd be so kind to follow along and help me out, the men will do the white and the women will respond in the blue. And we'll just do some call and response, as the monks would in their rhythm, to put God's word out there and this song out there for us to grab hold of. It's a beautiful psalm. I pray it speaks to you as we go into this video. Gentlemen, join me. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock, 
He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Many, O Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but my ears you have pierced. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. I desire to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. Kind of different, eh? different way to think about it. Hopefully many good questions. So questions bounce around in your head. Some of the questions that I guess came from me or that he stated, I mean, uh, am I in tune or not? What's it mean to be in tune with the song? Hey, one of the big questions for me, one of the takeaways is, I mean, am I, am I even hearing the song? Or more specifically, when in my life would I be able to say, this moment, these moments, I could for sure tell and know that I was hearing and living and experiencing this song. When have those moments been in my life? And I could tell you, as I thought about it, they were the moments that I was most intentionally putting myself in a place to hear. I was just aware, hey, I believe that God's got something bigger than just this going on. There are times when I was with others in community There were times when I was maybe serving alongside others, like on mission trips. There have been times like this last Thursday when I went down to a monastery where just I was still and quiet and experienced God in silence. But there were times where I was most intentional. If there is a song out there, what's it mean for me to put myself in a place to hear it? Another author uh, writes this about the gospel being a song, Brian McLaren says, So the gospel comes to you not like a commercial on the radio or TV or a political slogan in a campaign or a scientific formula in a classroom, but like a song. It sneaks up on you and then it sneaks inside of you. Over time, your whole life begins to harmonize to the song. And anyone who hears this song truly hears the song, must dance. For you today, what's the takeaway? What's the big question, the big reflection you have as you think about God's love for you being out there like a song? What's that takeaway for you? Because I would say, for me personally, I've been most wondering, with all the noise of the world, how can I be intentional? With all the hustle and bustle and craziness, what's it take to make space to put myself in a place where I can hear the song? 
to clear the way to really follow Jesus and say, gosh, there's so much noise. We got our iPods in, we got music on, we've got TVs on, computer screens. My, my phone will never stop either at least vibrating or ringing. All this noise, how can I hear the song? My friends, for me, it means I've got to be intentional to make space and start turning off the noise and listening to the music. So be challenged, be stretched by these questions. In closing, I, I want to share an experience that, that uh, I've been thinking about in, in, in this theme of rhythm. Who in my life have I looked around and saw, ah, that person, I think, hears the music. I think they experience the song of God. And maybe you could do the same. I mean, think about who in your life would you say, I think that person gets it. They have moments where I see they're in tune with God, they're experiencing God, the way they live and interact with others. So a person that came quickly to my mind, his name is Boniface. I've talked about him before. Um, he's the older one up there. Uh, so that, that picture is taken at the monastery in Utah. I go uh, to Boniface, Boniface passed away about four years ago. But I've known Boniface since the late 80s. And when I'd go to visit, we'd sit and visit. And there's never been anyone I've met or known who, like Bon, who just exudes this sense of God has got something great going on and I'm part of it. Just in his conversation, in the way he'd talk about life. Not just because he was a monk, but in his uh, vitality, in these steely blue eyes, in this old man's frame. He was so young at heart, and even mischievous. Just, he just was so much passion. And so I thought, gosh, Boniface knew that there was a song out there. And he had this rhythm of life that put him in a place where he could hear it. True story. My, one of my pastors, his name is Tom Ashbrook, was like Boniface's... Uh, little brother and he visited much more with Bond than I did but he saw, said he saw this happen out at the monastery in the fields Boniface was walking out in the field and Tom was watching him from a garden and here is this almost 80 year old monk doing this dressed in his big robes just doing this That, my friends, is someone who hears the music. And I want to be like that. Maybe not busting out and dance all the time, but... How do I do, Emily? I do okay? She's my teacher. But I want to be like that. I want to hear this song, and I want to put myself in places where I hear the song. And I have rhythm to my life where I know God is real and God is for me and God is with me and God is for us, church, and God is with us. So as we close, I just would love us to reflect as I read uh, Psalm 40 as we close. And God wants to put those new songs in our mouths every day when all the world's going crazy and we're crying out and we're feeling like we're in the pit. He wants to put our feet on a rock and give us a new song. So reflect on that as we close. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the one who makes the Lord his trust. This week... Make space 
to hear the song and let the song inspire you to live differently. Let's pray. Jesus, we're so grateful for the ways in which you continually surprise us with your goodness, sneak up on us with this song, this message of your love and your compassion for us, your sacrifice, your undying desire to come close to us and let us know that we're loved. And so help each one of us just be aware that you're constantly inviting us to be part of what you're doing, this song, this music that's playing. And help us seek to be in tune, in tune with you, in relationship with you, and then also in harmony with those brothers and sisters around us. And then let our lives be lived in such a way that it sends out hope to the world. We love you, Jesus, and we pray all these things in your precious name. Amen.